This is The Jerry Callahan Show. All right, my name is Jerry. I'm, I'm a man. I have a blue shirt on and uh, kind of frilly, silky underwear. They're uh, paisley. They're paisley. Uh, um, my pronouns are uh, the, the, that, the, the, that, zen, zat, zin, zat. Get them straight or I'll be insulted. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm not wearing a mask, though. I'm not wearing a mask. I should have got my mask out. It is hard to believe that we have perhaps, it's hard to say this, but the most embarrassing video yet, the most embarrassing performance yet from our vice president and her whole crew. There is going to be a point where she's going to punk us all. We're going to say, we're going to say, this isn't real. And she's going to laugh and say, she's been putting us on this whole time. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that video. It is incredible. It is just incredible. I'm so glad I'm not a, I'm not a Kamala fan because it must be so tough. There aren't many of those. We have a poll out of New Hampshire. It is the most remarkable presidential pre presidential poll I've ever seen. The numbers are astounding. The sitting president is getting 16%. A sitting president uh, among his own party, this is Democrats only, is is polling at 16% in New Hampshire. I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. My girl Leah gets snubbed. She was uh, the woman of the year at Penn, but she will not be. She is not the woman of the year in the Ivy League. I think I may have a... Uh, a, a candidate. When Kamala becomes president, she's gonna have to. You're gonna have to name a vice president. I got the guy. I got the guy. He's he's got a little checkered past, but John Hinckley seems to fit right in with these lunatics. A rapper was shot dead, and you're and you're not gonna believe why. Uh, we'll uh, we will tell you about what's his name again. I keep forgetting this guy's name. Rolly Bands. Rolly Bands is not coming down for breakfast, and. Uh, you know who else is uh, dead? Your Boston Red Sox, who are uh, now in last place behind the Baltimore Orioles. And their numbers, since one of their owners called all their fans racist, are just abysmal. I'm not, I'm not blaming LeBron, but yeah, uh, I'll just give you the numbers. You decide. We'll get into that and a lot more. Today's Callahan Show, sponsored by Fabric. Life is already complicated. What if getting term life insurance to protect your family could be easy? Fabric has moved life insurance all online. So getting a policy that's right for your family isn't complicated at all. In fact, planning for your family's future has never been easier. Fabric was built by parents for parents to help make it easier to manage your family's finances. You don't need to schedule anything or make time for phone calls or appointments. Just apply online when it's convenient for you. In less than 10 minutes, you can apply, see your quote, and personalize your quote to fit your family's needs. You can also be offered coverage instantly with no health exam required. Fabric also has over 1,600 five-star reviews on trustpilot.com, and it's fully backed by Vantus Life. So you can feel confident that you're getting a high-quality policy that is perfect for your family. They also have a 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can cancel at any time. Apply today in just 10 minutes at meetfabric.com slash jerry. That's meetfabric.com slash G-E-R-R-Y. Meetfabric.com slash jerry. Fabric insurance agency policies issued by Vantus Life, not available in New York and Montana. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. I, I know lots of people, most people are uh, just listening along. So I'll do my best to describe the scene, but the, you have to see the video. If you haven't already seen the video, you have to see the video. They, they, it, it, I know I know Kamala Harris's whole staff has already quit. She's got like three people left on her staff because she's such a mess and she's so lazy and unprepared. She They would write her speeches, they'd write her notes and prep her and she'd just ignore it and try to wing it. It would be a disaster every single time. But this this thing went viral yesterday. She's in a room, a boardroom with a bunch of women. They're all, I think they're women. I, I shouldn't be so presumptuous. A bunch of people, I'll, I'll wait to hear their if pronouns. I was going to say, if you wait long enough, they'll tell you. That, that's true. They, we're going to get to that. They're all, <laughs> they got name tags and, and they're all masked up. And it's about disabilities. So the thing they're doing here, I figured out later, is uh, uh, trying to help blind people picture the whole scene just in their minds. So they describe what they're wearing and everything else. 
And one woman, and we'll get to her, has, and, and I didn't even pick up on this, but you did. I'll give you credit. She has a clear mask, which allows deaf people to, I guess, read her lips. But if that's the case, then that, that means that means the rest of the people in the room are being our our uh uh, are anti-deaf. They're, they're making it difficult on deaf people because they Kamala's got a black mask. I mean, how is a deaf po- person supposed to read her lips? But you can read the, the Zoftic woman there on, on Kamala's right. She's the one who has like a clear, clear, imagine the thought that goes into that. I need to wear a mask. And, and you know, it's all just for virtue signal and the mask doesn't do anything, but you wear a mask. I need to find a clear one in case someone wants to read my lips. I'm not even sure. Who would want to read that? I don't know who these people are. It's just so uncomfortable and embarrassing to watch. But even if you thought this was a good idea to, to you know, do your pronouns and describe yourself, doesn't Kamala know that it's going to go viral? Doesn't she know it's going to hit social media and she's going to be mocked relentlessly by you know, 100 million people across the country? Doesn't she know that her reputation is in tatters. She can't afford any more of these things. We're going to get to that poll, by the way, because she's on the, on the list. There are people, there are actually people in New Hampshire who support her for a uh, president in 2024, but, but not many, but uh, anyway, she's chairing this uh, meeting and she starts it off. And this is real folks. This listen to this, watch this. This is real. This is your vice president. This is, this is what, uh, this is, I, I've said many times, I'll say it again. This is your 47th president. And we have more evidence that will convince you of that too when you, when we get another look at our 46th president who is apparently being held hostage and they're making <laughs> hostage tapes from the uh, uh, from the West Wing. But uh, and, and it just gets more bizarre from him. For, from him. But let's go to the vice president as she chairs this meeting and describes herself. Uh, Good afternoon. I want to welcome these leaders for coming in to have this very important discussion um, about some of the most pressing issues of our time. Um, I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. And... um, First of all, why do you have to say you're a woman if you already gave your pronouns? Whatever. Uh, it just, it just, uh, it just gets more comical by the day. But they go around the room, and everybody—they take time for everybody to do that. Describe what they're wearing, what their pronouns are, what what gender they are, and this is supposed to be. I, I, I don't know. What, I don't even. Why? Why? Why do you have to do that? Why? I Everyone have no I'm, clue. Uh, just it's just so uncomfortable. But can we get to the uh, to the large lady on her right, on our left, on the screen, the one with the clear section in her mask? That's as woke as you get. But I want to hear her description. And I'm wondering, like everyone else watching this, are they going to get to like weight, height, weight, <laughs> body, <laughs> body fat percentage? Yeah, rate. my BMI <laughs> is. <laughs> I, I think they should. I mean, I think, I think that well, why not? Why not? You want to make sure everybody, you know, knows exactly who you are, but uh, can we hear, it's not as clear, but can we hear it from the woman in the red dress? Thank you, Ravinia. Thank you, Madam Vice President. My, my pronouns are she, her. I'm a white woman with long brown hair. I'm wearing red, um, a red dress and I'm wearing a see-through mask so you can see my red lips. <laughs> this is the vice president sitting with this person, this, this, this crazy person. It's just insane. Just so, so nuts. <sighs> We've reached this point where I'm, I'm wearing red. Uh, what well, if you're blind, who cares? I mean, just uh, whatever. And if you're deaf, she's at an angle. You can't see her lips anyway. <laughs> they just trying too damn hard. All right. My question this just came out yesterday, and it's absolutely mind-boggling that this is a 2024 New Hampshire Democratic primary poll, right? And they, they got oh, how many names on here? Three, six, eight, nine, ten, eleven. They got like twelve people who are uh, were named as the choice of of 
uh, Democrats in New Hampshire heading into the 2024 primary season or the election season. This is who they would choose, people in New Hampshire. Your sitting president who, uh, you know, you just voted for you know, a year and a half ago uh, is sitting at 16% trailing the uh, transportation secretary, uh, the former mayor of uh, South Bend, Indiana, Pete Buttigieg, is at 17. He's ahead of the president of the United States. And look at this collection of, of, of winners. Liz Warren is third. Where she finished, by the way, in, in, her, in her home state of Massachusetts, she lost to Bernie and Biden. That's what a loser she is. But And Gavin Newsom, he's there 10% after his uh, visit to the White House. Amy Klobuchar, Bernie Sanders, Kamala Harris, your sitting vice president, is seventh on this list at 6%. The one, a few surprises here. Just uh, is, This is stunning how bad Biden pol- is polling in New Hampshire. And, you know, around the country, it's, it's remarkable. There's another poll that just came out that something is something like 70 something percent of Democrats don't want him to run in 2024. Uh, and it's going to get worse. But AOC is on here at only 5%. I would have had her much higher. I would have had her above, you know, Klobuchar or, or Liz Warren. I mean, she's the cult leader in this whole thing. She's the one that that the real wackos love and support and follow. Hillary Clinton is trailing AOC. She's at 3%. Uh, Stacey Abrams at 3%. Man, what a collect. This got to be someone. I mean, Michelle Obama would win this easily if they threw her in the mix. She would win this easily. And she's, uh, I think she's got a, a book coming out that nobody's going to read, but you know, certain people will, will buy and she'll, she'll be making appearances, denigre, you know, uh, dumping all over the country. Like she often does from her, one of her ocean front mansions, warning against rising sea levels from one of her ocean front mansions. But if you're Biden, if you're, if you're you know, Ron Klain, Dr. Jill, you look at this and you say, wow, they've already given up on us. It's not working. All these uh, prepared, you know, edited speeches with the with the lighting and everything else. It's just not, and all the attacks on Trump and January Sixers and all that. It just ain't working. Um, they're trying not <laughs> they're trying uh, from his from isolation. Still, uh, the, the, the reports from the White House is that Joe Biden is almost through his, uh, you know, his, his COVID symptoms. He's almost put them, almost put them all behind him and he'll be back to work soon. We played you yesterday, the bizarre rant about Trump and January 6th and dripping blood and stomping and, 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 and medieval, <laughs> the medieval acts of, of, of violence from a year and a half ago. Now you probably thought I was referring to, the BLM riots and the Antifa riots. No, this is the the MAGA riot from one afternoon a year and a half ago, and he was r- enraged about it and, and and talking about Trump again. Just weird. That's his priority as he's as he's sitting alone in his in his office, you know, recovering from COVID. But uh, there's all kind. This this thing was analyzed by lots of people, and uh, and. It gets more bizarre. The more you see it, the more you watch it. it. There's all kinds of theories of what's going on here. First of all, it's heavily edited. Secondly, he doesn't blink. <laughs> it sounds like a joke, but people watched and and timed it and pointed out that, uh, what was the number that Greg Kelly tweeted out? That the average person blinks 20 times a minute? Yes. How long is How long is this video you have up right now? This is 30 seconds. This is 30. Watch this. 30 seconds. I don't know if, I mean, if you were told you had the whole wait, you couldn't blink for 30 seconds, that would be a challenge. You'd have to, you know, think about it. But watch this <sighs> compromised old man look into the camera, or I should say, look into the teleprompter and not, he's like a lizard. Just not, <laughs> the eyes are just, uh, uh, what, what's the line? They're like doll's eyes. They're dead eyes. <laughs> black <laughs> from, like a doll's from, eyes. Uh, black like a doll's eyes. Like uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, 
Quinn from uh, Jaws. I'm sorry, I should have known that. Sorry. <laughs> Good catch. Good catch. This, this is these are black like a doll's eyes. He doesn't blink. He doesn't look anywhere else. He just <laughs> stares at the words that are typed up for him. Watch this and tell me it doesn't make you nervous. The D.C. Metropolitan Police, other law enforcement agencies were attacked and assaulted before our very eyes, speared, sprayed, stomped on, brutalized. The lives were lost. And for three hours, the defeated former president of the United States watched it all happen as he sat in the comfort of the private dining room next to the Oval Office. While he was doing that, brave law enforcement officer subject to the medieval hell for three hours. <laughs> oh, the medieval hell. All right, you try it right now, Iron. And see if you can go 30 seconds without blinking. Um, I'm, uh, I'll give it a shot. But, uh, oh, you blinked. Oh, maybe you didn't. Oh, you, you sure did. You, I think you I was making going. 15 seconds. Uh, and there were all these theories. Everybody was like, oh, that, that's Adderall or that's whatever, this Prozac, <laughs> whatever he's on. But there were two videos put out both two days ago, correct? These were both from uh, Monday. Allegedly both from isolation, both from the White House. He's, he he looks room. totally different. <laughs> Uh, one one was talking about Trump in January 6th. What was the other talking about crime in inner cities or like something? Guns and stuff. Guns, guns. And and they're allegedly both from the same day, from the same location. And he looks totally, he looks like a different person. He looks like, uh, you know, 10 years older in one than the other. I mean, look look how his hair's different. His coloring's different. His eyes are different. I don't know what time it was made, but... As as you pointed out, the jump cuts are like uncomfortable. This thing is so heavily edited. Uh, show let's show the one where he starts counting, and as soon as he starts counting, they jump and and it's edited. Another, I mean, I don't know how many takes it took him, but the whole video is only how long? Uh, Five minutes, twenty one seconds. Well, oh, this I'm not. I'm talking about the whole speech. Oh yeah, made, it was like five, seven minutes, watch, something like that. Yeah, watch this this editing job and tell me why, why was this even necessary? When why couldn't he just read the teleprompter for five minutes? But he couldn't. And it's not really that well done either, is it? No, it's very obvious. You can't miss it. <laughs> this law does so much more. It saves lives, including yours. It'll help you do your job. But it's just a start. Last week, I rolled out my Safer America plan with the goal of doing three key things. First, take additional common sense steps to reduce gun crimes and violence. <laughs> that little clip, there was three jump cuts. <laughs> three jump cuts in a 20-second clip. This must have been a mess. Yeah. Again, told you yesterday, get ready for it. Long COVID. That's what we're going to hear for the next two and a half, two and a half years. I know I say this all the time, but how is that even possible? How is it even possible that that man can continue to do that job? I mean, obviously very, very poorly, but do that job for two and a half more years when the symptoms are getting worse, when the decline is getting more obvious, it's just frightening. And then when he steps down, uh, she, her is going to step up. <laughs> that is going to be a scary day. I'm, I'm, I'm now I'm buying into the conspiracy theory that they chose Kamala Harris to scare people into supporting Joe Biden. That's, that's the choice. I mean, obviously said he picked her for two reasons uh, above all others, uh, you know, her race and her gender, but think of it, even people who can't stand him, are, are, are frightened at the thought of him stepping down at the, she is 25th amendment insurance. You know, that's, that's what she is. She is impeachment insurance. You look at that and you say, there is no way in hell that can be our next president, but I'm not sure how you can avoid it. I'm not sure she would, I mean, you, you would like to think for the good of the country, she might step aside and somebody competent would step in, but any indication she's going to do that? I mean, she's she, she, there's no way she is wildly ambitious and she knows there's a very good chance in the next two and a half years she will be president. She'll get destroyed in 2024 by anybody. I think that that is a wake up call or a, you know, that that is an indication that New Hampshire poll that this field 
it just ain't getting it done. They need, must be out there now. They must be either trying to encourage Michelle Obama or some celebrity get, you know, Matthew McConaughey or something <laughs> in the field because man, there is nobody would even come close to, to, to beating Ron DeSantis or probably even Trump. I mean, I, again, I don't want Trump, but it, Ron DeSantis would wipe the floor with any of these people. It wouldn't even, it would be uncomfortable to watch debate. You, you, you tell me, uh, you know, Ron DeSantis against Kamala Harris in a debate, that would be like, oh, I don't know, the Toronto Blue Jays against the last place Boston Red Sox. <laughs> uh, it would just be uncomfortable to watch. But um, more, more good news. This, this is incredible to me. Yesterday, the FBI tweeted out a self-congratulatory thing saying happy birthday to us. 114 years ago today, the FBI was formed. On the same day, uh, Senator uh, Chuck Grassley pointed out that he has whistleblowers ready to talk about the cover-up the FBI uh, conducted for to protect Hunter Biden. This is from uh, The Federalist. FBI whistleblowers claim that agents opened a sham investigation into Hunter Biden to brand reliable and verifiable derogatory evidence as, quote, disinformation according to an explosive news release issued by Senator Chuck Grassley yesterday. If beyond exposing the FBI's role in running cover for the Biden family, the whistleblower's claims prove significant for a second reason. By failing to thoroughly vet the evidence in his possession related to Hunter Biden, which included the hard drive on his MacBook that he embedded at the repair shop, the intelligence community ignored a momentous national security threat, namely that the Russians potentially possessed a second Hunter Biden laptop. Why, well, why do the Russians have to possess a second one? <laughs> we all, you know, got to see what's on the first one. The first one was enough. By the way, he dropped, he dropped three laptops, three. He left three laptops, and as we know, he videotaped, recorded everything. So all they had to do was read the book, Laptop from Hell. But he has, Grassley says, and I don't think he can, you know, call a hearing because he's the minority, but says he has multiple FBI whistleblowers ready to come forward and say the FBI covered up Hunter Biden's crimes to help Joe Biden get elected. It's amazing that this this is just, it's not even headline news. It's just, oh yeah, check it out. The FBI on its 114th birthday, the FBI is a friggin' organized crime outfit and uh, it, 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 there to serve the the. The, the state there to serve one party, the Biden team, Biden, but hopefully more, hopefully much, much more comes of that. Grassley, who's like 117 years old, uh, is running for reelection. He's leading in the polls. And I think he's check this. I think he's like 87 or something. He, there was a funny uh, factoid the other day. Somebody, st- somebody ran the numbers. And if, you were forced to retire from Congress, House or Senate, I believe, at the age of 70. There's like two thirds of the senators and, and congressmen would be out. <laughs> it's like, I, I forget the exact number. It's over half who would be forced out if you had a retirement age of 70, which, by the way, is older than your mailman is forced to. I mean, if you're a mailman or, or a gym teacher, or a cop or a fireman or a teacher, you're forced to retire at 65. If you're a senator, you can keep going strong like like uh, uh, Diane Feinstein or Chuck Grassley at 87 or 88. You're, you can be president at 80. You can be Fauci at 82 or whatever he is, 81. Pelosi. It is, uh, it, there's not enough to talk about this. We need a retirement age. We need forced retirement. You cannot have people in the throes of dementia making all the big decisions in this country. Did you get get Grassley's age for me? Grassley's age. One second. Uh, it's and, and you know I'm certainly rooting for him, and he's and he's sounds more lucid than uh, Joe Biden or Patrick Leahy, but 88. still, still. 88. So he's running for election. He'll be 94 at the end of his next term. That's insane. That's, you know, I I mean, the 
founding fathers didn't come up with a mechanism for this because they didn't think people were going to live to be 94 or even 88. The idea that you're going to have a 90 something year old Senator. I mean, can you imagine the maintenance it takes for his uh, staff to get him ready, you know, to go before cameras or speak before the Senate? It just must be comical. I mean, just the pills they got to pump in him and, 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 and he's, he's eight years older than the president who is completely gone. But, uh, you know, that's, that's something that's not going to happen. He's probably going to win. He's probably going to celebrate his 94th birthday while serving in the Senate. Hopefully he uh, gets to the bottom of this latest Hunter Biden scandal, which is, is pretty wild. I have to say the FBI covering up the crimes of this friggin' degenerate. Isn't there a point where you say, No, we might help him out a little bit, but we can't cover up this. This guy, you got drugs and hookers and and dirty deals in China. You're taking money from China and Ukraine and and all these adversary Russia. He took money from the mayor of Moscow's wife. I mean, he's just so corrupt. And Joe Biden is, you know, in it up to his eyeballs. And the FBI wants to just throw their reputation away to protect them, to protect that friggin' degenerate. Uh, but anyway, hopefully there's more to come of that. That's just uh, scratching the surface. All right, we're going to get to a whole bunch more on today's show. It is uh, about a tough day for uh, a couple of my favorites. Leah Thomas, she uh, she, she uh, didn't win. Boston Red Sox, they didn't win again. They're, they're in last place. And one of my favorite rappers, Booty, what is it called again? What's the name again? Rolly Bands. Rolly bands, Rolly bands. Uh, I just, I can't figure this one out. I just can't figure this one. Another rapper shot dead and uh, you're not going to believe why. And, uh, and uh, I finally, I finally uh, came to the conclusion that John Hinckley is indeed insane. We'll, we'll tell you why I reached that conclusion. But uh, first let's, uh, let me tell you about my pillow. We love MyPillow. Just go to MyPillow.com and use code word Jerry for huge discounts. For example, the standard MyPillow, which is normally $69.98, is only $19.98 with code word Jerry. MyPillow is made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. It's machine washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you'll ever sleep on. Get it now and you can support this show. Because like us, Mike Lindell is constantly under attack from the cancel culture mob. By purchasing from my pillow, not only are you helping out us, but you're joining in the fight against the cancel culture crowd. My pillow isn't in big box stores for obvious reasons, so you can get factory direct pricing if you order from mypillow.com using code word Jerry. You get the Giza sheets, buy one, get one free, half off slippers, six piece towel sets, regular $109.99, just $39.99 with code word Jerry. That's mypillow.com, promo code Jerry. I tough news for my girl, Leah. She uh, was a uh, woman of the year at, um, at Penn, as we know, the university of Pennsylvania, uh, obviously well-deserved. She gets screwed out of this deal. This girl, Sylvie Binder. She's a fencer at Columbia university. She won Ivy league woman of the year beating out Leah. And I'm going to tell you why this is a joke. Not only because Leah is a lovely lady, but, what I mean, Leah. What, Leah set records. Leah won, you know, national titles. Leah broke all kinds of records in the pool. I'm just reading about what's her name? What's her? Sylvia Binder. She's from Armon, New York. She she won the. Uh, she was an All American in 2019. She won the bronze medal this year. The bronze. Not even the best. The best fencer, and they say she has a grade point average of 3.9. Everybody gets a 3.9 at Columbia. It's, I mean, once you get in there, they just, they, they, the easiest thing in the world is to get good grades. And she's in, in the college of education. So she's I mean, obviously an easy minor, an easy major, obviously a phony grade point average. And she didn't even win the title. Leah won the title. So Leah got robbed here. I have to say Sylvie Binder. And you know, I talk about what a great leader she is. What a leader. You know, Leah was a leader. This is just, this is outrageous. But congratulations for being the pen woman of the year to uh, to my girl, uh, Leah. Uh, by the way, I, I wanted to get to this too before I get to uh, the Boston Red Sox and my favorite rapper. Well, he was. 
Uh, did you see this? It, it, it is amazing. If you're a good liberal, you can overcome anything. I think this all the time when I see stories about uh, like uh, uh, Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon, people forget. <laughs> Nick Cannon flat out called white people animals. And he, he's a complete Farrakhan disciple. And he went on a podcast and he talked about white people are incapable of compassion because they don't have enough melanonin and melatonin or whatever it is. Just bizarre racist rant. And he's still employed. He's still celebrated. He's still got, you know, I think he's on Fox. I think he does uh, all kinds of things. He's got all kinds of things. You can survive as long as you, you know, you're a good liberal and you hate Trump. Um, you, you can survive anything. Chris Cuomo Got a job. Chris, although I'm not entirely sure where, if I'm going to see him. Chris Cuomo announced Tuesday night, that'd be last night, that he landed a new job in the news media. And he's going to, to quote, try to be fair after he was routinely criticized for being a hardcore leftist while at CNN. This is from the Daily Wire. He wrote, he said, uh, well, you are a part of my decision. I respect that you asked the questions. What? Oh, he's talking to Dan Abrams. I'm sorry. He's talking to Dan Abrams. Dan Abrams hired him to work for News Nation. How do I, how do I find News Nation? What is News Nation? I feel like I should know this. Do, do you ever watch News Nation? No, but let me find out where. <laughs> it's, uh, so he got interviewed or introduced by uh, Dan Abrams, who I, I guess is the, uh, the guy who, who, uh, who anchors on News Nation. I, I think... Dan Abrams must be an owner or whatever of, of News Nation. And he says, uh, I want to find a way to help people. I'm going to come to News Nation and I want to build something special here. <clears throat> They've got great people who are really hungry to make a difference in ways that I think matter. I had decided that I can't go back to what people see as the big game. I don't think I can make a difference there. I think we need insurgent media. I think we need outlets that aren't fringe and just trying to fill their pockets. Okay. He can't go back to the big, what's he called? The big game because he got fired in disgrace. He covered up the crimes of his brother, of his corrupt brother. And by the way, he was accused of sexual assault or sexual abuse by other people. Deborah Katz, if you remember that name, a left-wing attorney said in a statement in December that she was uh, representing a client who claimed that Chris Cuomo engaged in, quote, serious sexual misconduct against her. So they were lining up to you know, bring him down. He was, he's just like his brother. He, you know, he saw something. He said, I'm, I'm a Cuomo. I can do what I want. I can, I can, uh, you know, grab him any way I want. And uh, he got fired. I mean, to get fired from CNN, if you're a Cuomo, it takes some, some doing. And he did it. And now he's going to be anchoring for uh, for News Nation, I guess I could look for it. It's uh, uh, right here, News Nation app. Um, but you can also stream it on YouTube TV, Hulu, Fubo, Vid Vidgo, Sling, and Direct TV Stream. I don't even know what that Vidigo. I don't. Anyway, I guess right. I won't be. Uh, I won't be uh, watching a whole lot of. Uh, Chris Cuomo. He's not that good anyway. He's not like, we talked about Keith Oldman yesterday. Keith Oldman, he's got, he's got a flair to him, an energy. He's insane. But uh, Chris Cuomo, he's just there because he's a Cuomo. You know, I, I, he's not going to bring in viewers who just want to see Chris Cuomo. Everyone knows what a corrupt sleazeball he is. But anyway, he bounced back, of course, because uh, he'll be on News Nation talking about, uh, you know, Trump, 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 Trump. That's all they do on, on all those cable channels. January 6th, Trump, 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 Trump. But uh, anyway, I got to uh, get to, oh, I want to get to that too, but uh, I want to get to uh, what I think would be a good choice. Uh, we went over all the Democrat choices for uh, 2024 in the poll and how Badly, the sitting president is doing. And I gave the whole list of, you know, Buttigieg is leading. Buttigieg is leading. This guy is a clown. How's he doing as transportation secretary? You know, he's the ultimate wokester. He's, he, he, I mean, he's known for one thing above all others, talking about how we have to change, change racist highways. We have racist bridges and highways. That's, that's our transportation secretary. He's now leading in New Hampshire, but... I think this guy could give him a run for his money. Can you throw up the tweet from 
would-be attempted presidential assassin, John Hinckley. <laughs> we talked about him. John Hinckley uh, was um, scheduled to perform this month in, uh, in a place called the Market Hotel in New York. They eventually canceled because people were pissed. People were uh, protesting. Um, but Hinckley's free, as we know that. He's, he never spent a day in jail. Do you know that? He spent like 35 years in a, uh, in a medical or whatever, a, a hospital, a nervous hospital. Um, and, uh, he, uh, he got out, he was supposed to live with his mother. She died. So I guess he lives alone, plays his guitar, sings his songs, gets a lot of downloads on YouTube, but he's yet to be able to return to, to take the stage. They wouldn't let him, uh, they, they, they shut down. I think after he sold a bunch of tickets too, I think he banged the place out. It's like, it's yeah. not a big place, but so here's his tweet yesterday. John Hinckley writes, I believe in peace, love, equity, LGBTQ rights, abortion rights, animal rights, race mixing, assault weapon ban, sharing the wealth, Green New Deal, Black Lives Matter, prison reform, and good rock and roll. Join the John Hinckley community. <laughs> and this got 32,000 likes, <laughs> 3,200 retweets, 32,000 likes. This it, Maybe people don't know it's been... Uh, you know, what was that, 50, how many years ago would that be, 40 years ago, 1980, uh, 82, uh, 40 years ago, he tried to kill the president. He did essentially kill James Brady and a Secret Service guy uh, shot, uh, Reagan recovered. He was found not guilty by reason of insanity and spent the next year's, next excuse me, whatever it was, 35 years in a comfortable hospital room. I'm sure he had, probably had sling, vitigo, and all those things on his cable, got the player's guitar, obviously ate well because he's a big fat load now. But the one thing I didn't quite get, what is race mixing? <laughs> Everything else is standard fare on the Democrat platform. Everything. I mean, there's no difference in Liz Warren and Ed Markey and uh, John Hinckley. None. But he's, he believes in race mixing. What, what is that? Uh, interracial relationships. As a policy, what? Yeah, you enforce it. <laughs> you gotta, no, you, you, you two white people, you can't, you can't marry. You got to mix the race. I believe in race mixing. How does that, that make wild. the list? I have no idea. But, uh, I, I wouldn't have. But, but I had is, the balls to type that. <laughs> like. <laughs> uh, you know what? Look at the comments. Look at the comments. Uh, I, 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 there are a lot of people say, yeah, I love this guy. Yeah. I mean, again, most of them are probably stupid. They're young and they're ideologues and they don't really know much about John Hinckley. But, and I'm not sure how you join the John Hinckley community. I guess there's sickos that want to, you know, they're people that want to marry, you know, murderers in prison. You know, most of them are elected representatives in Massachusetts, but they, they get off on matter, you know, marrying murderers who they can't have a, have a consummate, you know, they can't have sexual relations with. They can just visit them through the glass and say, yeah, I'm married to a murderer. They think that's cool. So I guess some people are you know, going to be John Hinckley fans. A lot of people, you know, so these people that believe in all this nonsense, he believes in, uh, Good rock and roll. I guess that's not very controversial. That's the only thing on that list I would say I agree with them on. Peace, love, equity, animal rights, race mixing, <laughs> assault weapon ban. All in there. This is the guy. This is the guy. When Kamala ascends to the throne and is looking for a running mate, this is this would be my choice. All right, let me do uh, let me do Shay, and then we'll get to. Oh, I can't forget this damn name. Uh, Rolly bands, Rolly bands will play. And, and you know what? I think this music, it's going to stand the test of time. Now that he's gone, going to be like, you know, when, when, uh, Harry Chapin died or Jim Croce sales are going to go through the roof or, or, you know, uh, what's his face? Who stuck the shotgun in his, his mouth? Uh, Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. Yeah. His, his wife, his wife now. stuck that in his mouth though. Oh, is that your theory? That's yeah. my theory. Yeah. Yeah, he, he looked like a troubled young man, though. Uh, and, and by the way, he could have done better than Courtney Love. He could have done better. He was a rock star. Yeah. Uh, she's kind of skeevy. That's me. But That's a great, me. She's but, a great shot, though. 
<laughs> yeah, I stuck a shotgun in his mouth. Is there is that an is that a actual conspiracy theory? I don't think I've ever yeah heard it or read it. Oh really? yeah, yeah. Has she has she have been confronted on that? Yeah, she denies it all the time. I just I think like why really? would you? Yeah, I've never heard that's I've never seen that where she's asked, "Did you actually kill your husband?" Yeah, it's it's one of those uh, those things when they're like, "Oh, leave her alone," and I'm like, "I think she did it." Well, you know what? I'm I'm gonna go all in on all these conspiracy theories now. I'm going full Alex Jones now that not the FBI is covering up for uh, Hunter Biden, and we're looking at that uh, that Biden tape. And I mean, there's just stuff going on right now. It's, you know, the whole COVID thing, the whole Fauci thing. By the way, this great video of Fauci who said the other day he never said we should shut down schools. I get that. Two years ago, there's a video, you got that? Mm-hmm. We can get to that too. Let's do shade concrete. You know what they can do for you? you know, this summer, you got to do a summer home improvement project. I got one for you. New precast concrete steps, whether you're building a new home or you're remodeling an old one. Shea has great values on precast concrete steps with designs that will fit your home. There are many options available, including concrete, but you can also customize with beautiful stone or brick. A new staircase will dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your, your home, giving you a much better curb appeal. You'll be the envy of the neighborhood. They remove the old steps, bring in new steps within hours. You got a whole new look, and your house is looks better and is worth more. This isn't just an uh, this isn't an expense. This is an investment, an upgrade in your home. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll have a brand new front entrance, and you will love it. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. Also at SheaConcrete.com, you got to look for a job, a good one. Shea is hiring. They're always hiring. The business is good. It is booming. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. <clears throat> Rolly Bands is a rapper. He lives in Tampa. He lived in Tampa, Florida. He, uh, Went on Instagram. <laughs> uh, this is just unbelievable. This is from uh, the Daily Wire. Florida rapper was gunned down and killed outside his home only minutes after he reportedly took to Instagram and dared his critics to confront him. He was shot in the parking lot outside his apartment in Tampa on Friday, Friday afternoon. He was transported to a hospital and later died. They responded to a call at 3.30 in the afternoon. He tweeted, I shouldn't say, he posted on Instagram, a lot of these N-words know where I live at. I sleep in peace. If an N-word wants smoke, I'm at my crib in five minutes. Uh, He walked outside five minutes later and was gunned down. I guess uh, not a good idea to... If you're a real badass rapper and you challenge your adversaries, tell them where you'll be. This reminds me of when I'd be on the air with uh, Minahan and he'd go nuts and, you know, we'd be having fun. And some caller, we'd get callers, angry callers who hated us. And he would say, yeah, tough guy. I'll meet you outside 10 o'clock. And he and the guys would be, yeah, I'll be uh, 10 o'clock, buddy. I'll kick your ass. And I'd say, Kirky, one of these days, these guys are going to be there. You know, they're going to be in the parking garage. I mean, we had people sometimes that would, you know, yell stuff at us outside or, you know, we, I had a guy, uh, John Dennis and I had a guy arrested. It was on the front page of the Herald who threatened us, threatened to kill us and our family and said the same thing that he'd be in the garage after the show and he was going to kill us. And they busted him and he cried like a baby in court. It was on the front page of the Herald, but Minahan would say that all the time. I'll meet you outside at 10 o'clock. I'll kick your ass. And I used to go out with them and just say, one of these days, Kirky, there's going to be somebody waiting. And there hasn't been yet, yet. Still might be one of these days. But this guy says, I'll be outside in five minutes <laughs> and walks outside and gets gun. I shouldn't be laughing. Shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> Rolly Bands, we, we hardly knew you. Um, best song was, <laughs> I did, should I know Rolly Bands? You know, I'm not the rap guy. You're the rap guy. You're the hip hop guy. I, uh, I'm looking up this song he just said, see if it's even real. I, I don't think it's real. I think it's a play on uh, Jim Croce, because Jim Croce's song was Time in a Bottle. And Nick, <laughs> on the comment line, on the comments says, Rolly Band's best song was Time in a Bottle of Hennessy. I don't think that's true, but let's hear a little Rolly Band since we, uh, 
as as we mourn his passing. You got anything? Oh yeah, I got a, a whole video. We got the whole thing. Uh, here it is. Here. Better than Antonio Brown. True. Chasing this paper, ain't never stressing no bitch. I know these people ain't for me, just do my thing and don't slip. I'm posted up with my brothers, we got them things on our hill. Was stuck in prison, did a bit, but I ain't changing a bit. Know how to read. I'm leaning toward Antonio Brown. Talk about a cliche. You just played what 20 seconds? Yeah. You have you have uh, uh, him in a Mercedes. We get to see his underwear. We got to see him smoking a a blunt. And I don't know what he was going in the store for. What was he going in the store for? What did he buy? Oh, you didn't so, hear when he said that thing on his hip and he right here when he's got his gun. Yeah, where's where's the where's the gun? Oh, there's the gun. So we got the gun, the underwear, the Mercedes, the weed. What else? Go ahead, play a little more. Oops. They show him go into a store. He points the gun at the camera. That's always nice. It's amazing. Uh, Guy like this meets his end at a young, a young age uh, outside his Florida apartment complex. But there he is with his gun. They show him go into the liquor store to buy whatever it was. was that Hennessy? Yeah. I don't even know what it was. I like buy how he's like, look how much money I have. Look at the car I drive. Right. Oh, I'm true. living in a trailer park. <laughs> <laughs> he shows shows the money, the gun, the underwear, the watches, the the weed, the booze, and uh, that will be the last music video he will ever make. Um, and it's awful, but, uh, he said, I'll be outside and you uh, take a shot at me. And they did. <laughs> and I don't think they've arrested anyone yet, but I'm going to guess they will. They will. Uh, let's see. At this time, the shooting does not appear random as the suspects and victim are known to each other, says Hillsborough County Sh- Sheriff's office. Um, so somebody he knew showed up and smoked them. Think, do you think the shooter uh, was wearing a Blue Jays hat by any chance? Uh, what was he? Was he just wearing a Detroit Tigers hat? Is that what that was? <laughs> no, he's got a Red Sox hat on. <laughs> that is not. Is that a Red Sox hat? Yeah. No. That is, I thought it was. No. Oh, there it is. That's a different hat. He's wearing a Red Sox hat. Oh, man. The, the, <laughs> the Red Sox are on a roll, huh? <laughs> That's That brings us to uh, my favorite story of the day. The Boston Red Sox lost again last night. I was actually out to eat and they were at a bar and the game was on TV and uh, they were in their yellow uniforms. Maybe they thought they would break the, break the streak, uh, losing streak, but uh, they actually, they got, they got beaten badly by the Cleveland uh, commanders, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, whatever they're called now, the Cleveland Tito's team, Tito Francona's team. They lose, they fall back to 549 and 49, a half game behind the Baltimore Orioles and 17 games back of the New York Yankees. They are 6 and 16 in July. They are 2 and 10 in the last 12 and 1 and 6 since one of the owners said the fans are all racist as fuck. 76 to 19. That's the score since July 16th when LeBron James. Uh, defamed, slandered, libeled Red Sox fans as racist, and nobody else in ownership, management, said word one about it. Nobody pushed back. Nobody wrote about it. Criticized them in the Boston Globe, of course. Uh, It it was pathetic, not just because uh, a Red Sox owner uh, said that about his, his own fans, but because people just took it. People just took it. It was embarrassing. I was embarrassed for the city, for the media, that they rolled over and took it. But you know what? I would call this karma. I would call this karma the last place Boston Red Sox. And you know what they're going to do now? They're going to entertain offers for their two best players of color. <laughs> How's that going to play out? Mm-hmm. Xander Bogarts and Raphael Devers both get dealt at the deadline, and they have like 
that would be their best black player ever. They dealt in Mookie Betts, and these these are guys would be you know top ten, top five maybe. I would say yeah, Mookie Betts would be their best black player. I would say you know Jim Rice. I guess Pedro Martinez, pitcher, would be the best pitcher, but. Uh, you know, they, they, they don't, they don't like, they don't have too many guys like that around. So they'll be dealing those guys at the deadline if they're smart. Ortiz did just but go the, in the hall. Ortiz. I always uh, forget that Hispanic or whatever, uh, Dominicans qualifies as players of color, but yes, I'd say Manny. I would qual. I would classify, I'd go, eh, Mookie Betts isn't done yet, but yeah, David Ortiz, if you include all players of color, I'd go David Ortiz, Jim Wright, eh. Manny Ramirez. Pedro, Pedro Martinez is so damn good. Was so damn good. I would go, hmm. Pedro's Pedro. better than David Ortiz for sure. Number one. Okay. Pedro Ortiz, Rice, Manny, Mookie. But before he's done, Mookie's going to move up that ladder. And, you know, uh, I mean, he's an MVP. Uh, Ortiz never. What if he hits a big bowling and he just quits baseball? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, he's he wanted out. Because, you know, like like LeBron said, fans, people are all racist as fuck. So they are on a roll. Oh, there was one other thing. I had to get to the, um, this story just made me laugh. Um, Jerry Jones, owner of the, uh, and we're talking about owners saying offensive things. And now an owner of the Boston Red Sox can call the city racist as fuck and nobody pushes back. Except, uh, you know obnoxious Boston fan and the Boston Herald, but nobody in the globe for the most part, sports media, sports talk rate, they ignored it, just took it, just rolled over and took it from a dick like LeBron. The whole thing is embarrassing, but uh, Jerry Jones, uh, he was forced to apologize. Jerry Jones said something really offensive. And I'm telling you, there are times where I feel like saying, why don't we just not, why don't we just destigmatize the word? You know, there's certain words and people say them cavalierly, casually. Kids say them, you know, like the, the R word or uh, words like that. And they say, why don't we just not make it give that word? Why, why don't we just not empower that word? Make that so, so dangerous. And the word midget seems like that. Midget, midget, you know, there's, there used to be a car called the Look MG Midget. The boss. How did it take? Sorry, I was looking up the article for uh, Jerry Jones. Pop up. Just turn the volume down, stupid. God. <laughs> uh, but Jerry Jones, he mentioned he used the word midget, and and he's old, and he's and he's you know probably drunk. And he said when he was talking about a former, uh, I think it was a scout, a little, and he called him like a little midget. And he was forced to issue a formal apology because he offended what's the group called the Little People of America. They call it the M word, the term that they consider assaulting a slur like the N word. And, you know, maybe, you know, and, and dwarf is okay. And being called a little person is okay. That's okay. I, I don't know. I wouldn't want to be called a little person. But no. Me. It just seems like that'd be even more, uh, you know, derogatory. But You're like me, it, but really little. <laughs> Like yeah, you're you're like you're you're almost like a normal person, but you're little. <laughs> I never thought midget sounded that bad. I, and, and, I like, but it. I guess some somebody decides. I don't know, think of all the things you get. The MG midget, you get your uh, midget wrestling. There's a I'm there's sure a, a big fan. There's a hockey league called midgets. That's right, hockey. Right, the midgets are they still around? Have they yeah. forced them to change that? To my knowledge, it's still around. See, you can still play for the midgets. I mean, it just yeah. sounds doesn't sound that bad it doesn't sound that derogatory it just seems like you got better fights to pick you know better you know words to to ban dwarfs worse i mean the seven dwarfs has that been banned yet by the way <laughs> seven guys living in a cave little guys uh it's it's probably on its way out but i would think that that's kind of feels yeah. midget worse midget, doesn't it midget hockey age 15 to 17 still still around I'm surprised they haven't got rid of that. How about the MG Midget? I don't think they make that anymore, but it was a popular sports car back in the day. But one day someone just said, no more. You can't use that word. And now a guy like Jerry Jones was just joking around about some short friend of his calling him a midget. Well, he's not calling him, you know, 
he's not comparing him to, to little people. He's just busting a guy's balls. Seems like a strange thing to uh, have to use. Yeah. A commenter points out Turtle Boy uses the I word. So does Ann Coulter. Ann Coulter used the I word all the time, and it just sounds like a dumb playground slur. It doesn't sound like she's demeaning disa- de- developmentally disabled people. It just seems like it would be easier to destigmatize words, kind of take the power away from them. Say, go ahead and use that dumb word if you want. It seems like there are people who would be using it more because they think it's so dangerous, kind of like the N-word, you know? The N-word is so bad that people like Roly Bands use it, you know, in every sentence because they are badasses. But uh, what are you laughing about? Uh, the last comment in the comment section was funny. We can't read it out loud <laughs> or pull it up. <laughs> it's very funny. Uh, his, his car was a 1998 Chevy N-word? <laughs> Chevy Nova. <laughs> Chevy Nova. That's what it is. I know. Do you remember the Chevy? Are they, are they still around? Chevy Novas? Yeah. Uh, but oh, uh, he's full of he's full of wisecracks. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, this uh, Mark points out in the comments that he had no idea there was an M slur. I kind of knew that, but it didn't seem like the kind of slur that you were forced to make a public apology, like release a statement. And apologize. Is he going to have to like go to sensitivity training? I bet you I used that word on the air a hundred times without thinking twice about it. It just wasn't a big deal. It doesn't seem to help things when you make words, when you ban words. So if you use that, you got to go to sensitivity training and apologize. Also, I've heard um, I've heard about this league um, um, bitching a lot in the past, and even the like little people, midgets, dwarfs, whatever you want to call them, would be like, "Yeah, we don't care. Can you guys please stop fighting our battle?" <laughs> <laughs> right. Like they, they, a lot yeah, of them you know, like the I, word. It, it's, there are things you could have said 20 years ago that you can't say now, but how many things can you say now that you couldn't say then? You know, I guess sucks. You used to not be able to say sucks on the air and it was inappropriate, but it goes back to Chris Cuomo. I was thinking about this when uh, Kamala and her whole crew did their pronouns. By the way, they were looked like women. Did any of them have weird pronouns like they, them, or Z, Z? Or, uh, uh, we didn't hear the whole room. But do you remember when Chris Cuomo was interviewing, who the hell was it? Was it Kamala or was some candidate? or you know, And she said, was it Hillary? Hillary? I don't know. It was a political season. And they said, you know, my pronouns are she, she, she her. And Chris Cuomo said, yeah, me too. Or mine too. Yeah. It was the most innocuous. Oh, it yeah. was the most innocuous throwaway line. And Chris Cuomo was forced to apologize for saying, yeah, me too. Making a wisecrack about pronouns. Why do we make pronouns so important? I, I mean, no what does it help? How does it help to just make these things, you know, so, so divisive and, and so, so dangerous it just seems, you know, detrimental. To, to progress here, but Chevy Nova. Yeah, he's right. Nick pointed out that's what it was. He was a, he had a Chevy Nova, or as we call it around here, Nova. But all right, that, uh, I get to everything, uh, just about anything else. What am I missing? Ironhead? What are you, what are you laughing about? You're just reading comments and laughing. I'm not laughing right now, but I was. Yes. Mark, Mark, Mark points out that it's a good point. Roly Bands deserved it. He was wearing a Red Sox hat, so he deserved it. <laughs> Oh, so glad I don't have to do like real Red Sox talk at the deadline. What deal do you think? Kind Bloom, Kind Bloom's gonna make it the deadline. You know, will they? And it just uh, feels so like such a waste of time. This team stinks. This this organization stinks, and they uh, and they're having a really bad time of it. And it couldn't happen to a better bunch. But uh, hopefully. The, the Orioles continue to run away from them. They only got a half game between them and fourth place. So, uh, But uh, we'll keep an eye on that. And uh, I guess uh, I guess the yellow uniforms didn't work. But anything else, Ironhead? Nothing here, sir. Oh. All right. We will leave it there for today. Thanks to everybody for uh, watching and listening and commenting. And make an iron head laugh. We appreciate it. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Show, and we'll do it again tomorrow. 
Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not. Who thinks it takes like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. In these tough economic times, rely on 1AAuto.com. Save money and empower yourself. In good times and bad, get great prices. Watch 1A Auto's massive library of free how-to videos. Fix it yourself easy and fast with 1AAuto.com.